I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think fries are overrated. And, totally agree. And totally agree with that. When you get them delivered, like Postmates, Grubhub, whatever, you're just throwing your money away. Yeah, because pretty much. Basically, you could have anything else. It will be more crispy and not as soggy more and fresh. floppy as just french fries. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, if they, like, season them or anything, oh, my God, they get so wet and mushy. Yeah. Like, do I crave fries sometimes? Definitely. Like, I want some, mm. especially, like, sweet potato fries, dip them in some ranch dressing. Sure. But, like, generally, I would agree with that. If I have a choice of sides, mm. I'll almost never pick fries. If I have to choose, it's cheese balls, see, 100%. See, I feel like I've, I've <laughs> had this conversation with multiple people, and Evan, feel free to chime in, but you're either a tater top person or you're not a tater top person. I'm not. I am. It makes sense that you're not a tater top person if you think fries are overrated. They're the exact same for the most part. Okay. In a different form. That's true. And I'm going to go I'm gonna go even further, step further here. Potatoes are overrated. In my opinion, you're wrong. No, you're absolutely wrong. In general, like no, 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 no. Take it or leave it. Maybe, maybe maybe you can have sweet potatoes are overrated, but no. The the sweet potatoes are what is saving it for me. No, no, no. You can't have a starchy carb like that and make it sweet for me. No, 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 no. I every time I every time I make sweet potatoes, I have to. Make it the opposite of what it is. I have to make them extra salty, seasoned up. I'm like, I don't want a sweet, sweet potato. I want a, like a savory sweet potato. Yeah, I do savory most of the time. Mm. Evan. They're versatile. You, 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 it's so, potatoes are so versatile. You yes. can't like potatoes. Yes. It's not that I don't like them. It's just that like, everybody's always got like, oh, mashed potatoes, baked potato, tots, fries. And I'm just like. Give me something else. Give me broccoli. Give me, like, anything else, I'll probably choose it over the potato option. But the thing is, with 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 French fries, like, how many different kind of fries do you know? There's shoestring fries. There's waffle fries. There's curly fries. There's regular fries. There's beer cut or beer battered fries, pub style. Like, Onion they all rings, take sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. I don't really count those. I don't like those. Ah, see, um, he agrees oh, I love with me. Sweet potato fries. <laughs> see, oh my, oh my god, we can be disagreeing more right here. Yeah, I don't really like sweet potato fries. Yeah. It's like why imitate the best? Yeah, you know? exactly. See, Brooke, you started this conversation by saying potatoes are overrated, but we've heard that you are all for certain different types of potatoes, so you can't mainly just... just sweet potatoes. Like I'll, I'll do sweet potatoes, and like, like I said. I'll eat potatoes. Like, I don't dislike them. It's just that, like, they're overhyped. Like, everybody, like, thinks they're so great. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, we haven't we eaten enough potatoes in our lives? Like, no, I'm over it. Never enough. So this is what we're going to do. We're all going to go around and we're going to say our favorite type of fry. Okay? And it's got to be on three. And then we all say it at once. Okay? All right, so only regular potato fries? No, no, you can you, you, you can, can use sweet. You can use sweet. We already know that's where you're going. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I really want to know, and then we'll discuss after, okay? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Waffle fries. Waffle fries. Oh, wow. Yes, Evan. There we go. I knew it. I oh. knew I liked you. <laughs> what did Man. you say, bro? Well, I would say sweet potato, but if I, I did want to do an asterisk because if I was choosing a regular potato... I think that I would choose the um, 
like the thick cut. Oh, the steak fries? Yeah, like no. steak fries. No, oh my goodness. What I'm kind of taking away is Brooke doesn't like a lot of potatoes, but she does like a couple of different options of potatoes. Mm-hmm. And one of my heart healthy tips was uh, when it comes to nutrition, you want variation on your plate. So mm. even if you only like those five types of potatoes, you can think about them. And it doesn't mean that you have to have fries every side of your meal. You can have them occasionally, but it's yeah. also good to mix in the sweet potatoes, even if they're not for me. Or if you want like little potatoes, like roasted potatoes, or even hash browns are another like great carb source uh, at, at like the beginning of any morning breakfast to give mm-hmm. you fuel throughout the day. So it's important to include those variations as well as like making a colorful plate. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you get all the colors, get some vegetables in there, get some protein, some healthy fats, stuff like that. And as long as you keep it varied, it's going to do you benefits in the long term. Yeah, not to mention gut health. Like, I mean, all sorts of health if you keep it varied. Okay, so what we're doing here today is top 10 heart healthy tips because it is heart month tomorrow's wear red day for heart health okay so jake i guess you wanted to go first (laughs) (laughs) but i will say since we're going around in a circle this means you have to have four tips because you went first so wow okay i don't know how you feel about that but I mean, I, I, I'll tag on to Jake. Uh, I mean, this is perfect. The fry conversation really led into this. But, you know, when you are eating these potatoes or you're making these potatoes, try to ease up on the excessive salt, you know. Salt is, is not necessarily bad for your heart, but excessive salt can be bad over a long period of time. So to go with Jake's point, just avoid excess salt, Okay, so that's I like that. Okay, first. so you guys started off with both nutrition tips. Um, all right, so my first one is socializing for heart health. Studies show that people who have a tighter friend group or family, lower levels of stress, it's good for mental health, which in turn is good for heart health. And I was actually just reading an article in my paper yesterday that was talking about how in the past 30 years or some odd years, like the amount of people who they would classify as close friends has gone down. I guess like most people say they have three or fewer close friends in their lives and it has like a negative effect on your mental health, on your health to not have like social contacts and friends and that sort of social connection in your life. So they're, like, giving tips about how to, like, make friends or how to initiate stuff because people tend to have anxiety about that, rather just be by themselves and, like, go out on a limb, try to make a friend. Mm. And so they're giving tips about how you can make make friends and set stuff up and, like, try not to be weird about it, basically. But yeah. they're, yeah, that... I think socializing is a huge one that we kind of forget about. It's, like, you gotta you got to have people that you can connect with. Yeah. And it, it makes total sense, too, because you can imagine if you only had, like, one friend and you're always, like, trying to hang out with them, but they're busy and they're always canceling on you, you can see, like, what that would kind of do to your stress, anxiety levels. Mm-hmm. So I love that tip. And it, I did have one, like, interpersonal uh, tip as well, which was uh, create healthy habits and more so, like, 
habits of doing stuff outside of exercise. I'm going to, I have a couple other tips that go into exercise related benefits for the heart, but either anything as far as like kind of just spending time away from the home, anything that you're kind of getting outdoors, like you're making uh, like a list of things to do that like require some movement. Again, it's not indirectly exercise, but either if it's like going to a farmer's market and like walking up and down and seeing what's available or uh, like taking a long walk at the end of the night or first thing in the morning, getting in some natural light or setting that circadian rhythm, kind of that uh, that cycle of what we have uh, like coming in and out of the body to create what's regular for us to help our sleep as well. That's something that is actually extremely beneficial for us all throughout. Okay, so being outside basically. Yeah, so okay. and the hobbies kind of tied in with that. So any activity that you can kind of spend outside or even like going to see someone just spending time outdoors doing activities. Okay. Um, so Jake, we're really on like a wavelength here because one, it must be because of the waffle fry situation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, bonded over that. but my next tip really goes along with your tip. Um, and that's to just get up and walk around uh, like you're at your desk, probably, you know, you're, you're, you're chained to your desk, get up at least once an hour, just walk around. If not more, if you can do like maybe once every half hour to get up and just walk around a little bit, maybe take your phone with you, take calls, um, you know, whatever work you can do or whatever work you have to do, maybe you can bring it with you, um, while you're walking. Um, but just walk around. Maybe if you're still working from home, uh, you have a, a dog or something, you know, play with your dog for a little bit. If, if, if you're, you have kids at home, maybe like, I don't know, do a small little workout with them for 10 minutes. Um, but something to get you kind of up and walking around, taking little breaks here and there. Don't stay seated for just too long. All right. Don't get stuck in that, that mindset where, Oh, I need to stay here at the desk. Nope. You can get up for a little bit, get active, you know, maybe do a little short spurts and then do one big one every hour or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's up to you, but definitely keep, get moving. Really great one, Evan. Yeah, that was one of mine that you stole walking. I was going <laughs> to say that too. Um, and I will say too, just to like piggyback on your point is like people think, I mean, exercise is great, right? But one, people think that they need to exercise hard, which is always great for your heart. I mean, that's great for everything, right? But something as simple as just walking is also so, so beneficial. And like you mentioned, getting up and walking throughout the day, there's also studies that show that even those who do exercise, say in the morning or in the evening, if they spend the entire rest of their day sitting, it's like kind of undoing the positive effects that they did when they were exercising. So although you may think, oh, I did my workout today. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to sit at my desk the rest of the day. It it's basically null is, you know, I'm not quoting the, the studies very, very specifically here, but it, you know, you have to keep moving throughout the day, even if you do do some form of like harder exercise. Yeah. Good so point. my next one, brushing your teeth. Wow. Yes. What? Did you guys know that one? No, this one's news on me. Yeah. Studies show that heart disease is linked has a higher correlation 
with periodontal disease. Wow. Yeah. So brushing your teeth several times a day and flossing can actually benefit your heart health. Wow. Uh, yeah. PSA dentists. I know. You know I've got get a few, your few dentist friends out there, and I know that they would be gushing over this. Wow. That yeah. Is, that is good. And you know what? That is that is very niche, which <laughs> I love. I'm this, trying to get into some crazy ones here because I got to pick ones that you guys aren't going to pick. You know, I, I did go the more generic route, but this one is still important. And again, kind of on the same wavelength of what Evan just said and what she kind of just said. And it's uh, the different types of cardiovascular training in particular. So people think that they need to... Evan was going to say that. I can tell why it's <laughs> such, such a distraught reaction. <laughs> yeah. People think that uh, they need to just either do like one type of cardio training, either if it's just like running or they're walking. And that's basically going to like tick the box of getting your cardio for your heart or just overall health or even weight loss, whatever your goal may be. But it's actually showed in research that varied cardiovascular training so different intensities so there is a lot of benefits to doing low intensity over a long duration uh in correlation to like a little bit of fat loss or there's a lot of uh correlation between higher intensity for a short duration burning more calories which will again like aid in your goals of maybe again more fat loss or whatever it may be and you do get the benefits of both of those but also the varied types of cardiovascular training. So it's as simple as like either if you're just walking or running, you can start to work on either like climbing, even, even if we're not able to like rock climb, you can do like small hikes, you can use biking, you can cycle, you can use ellipticals, or even me, like you guys know me, I love to play hockey and skateboard. So it's like I get my cardio in via ice skating and skateboarding, which is a extremely intense cardiovascular exercise. So I kind of use all those as my varied types of cardio, as well as working on the treadmill, running, walking, etc., to get all those heart benefits. So yeah. and not to not to think of cardio in a negative sense because a lot of times you're doing more cardio than you actually think. Well and not to mention the fact that strength training is also great for your heart exactly. and gets your cardiovascular system moving. So things like HIIT training, things like heavy strength training, as long as your heart rate is getting up and you're working hard, it doesn't have to be your traditional running biking swimming you know it can it can be strength training too mm-hmm. and that that, yeah. that that was actually going to be another one of my topics well. just, so now <laughs> that one's out the door <laughs> um, that was actually my next one and i'm really mad at brooke because she just skipped over me um what well, that wasn't but... my tip i was just making a point <laughs> evan, evan, evan you can go with that one because i was gonna yeah. do it so and i i well, I was going to call out the people that are, like, really into strength training because I I was very into, like, hypertrophy work, strength training, um, you know, mostly weight-based um, training. And I wasn't into cardio as much. Like, I would do it here and there. Um, but if you're really into that kind of gym mentality of, like, I want to lift heavy and I want to just train for size, you may just enjoy, like, doing hit. Honestly, like you can put 
different kinds of um, exercises in there, like push-ups. Maybe you want to do like bicep curls in the hit sessions, um, rows. You know, if you know how to do like Olympic weightlifting type stuff, lighter cleans. Um, honestly, you can throw a lot in there, and it's paired up with some cardiovascular activities. Like um, you could do rowing, um, the elliptical. Like just pair it up with like jump roping. There are so many options. And if you really are into like that weight training kind of thing, you can work a lot of that in to um, hit training and, and kind of pair them together. Um, so there's really no excuse is what I'm trying to say. And it's fun. So totally Brooke, you can go ahead um, and steal the next one. Okay. So my next one, Evan's going to be mad about music. Wow. Music can help your heart. Why? Again, I'm more going, I'm, I uh, am more going like stress relief type route, but listening to music that you like, that you enjoy, or that is more calming in nature lowers stress, anxiety levels. It's good for your mental health. Therefore, lower your heart rate. Good for your heart. And same goes, studies go for both listening to music and Shout out, Evan, creating music. Wow. Same benefits apply when you use that creative portion. Mm-hmm. That That's really big because uh, someone like me, and this is a little bit on a more personal level, uh, from like my later years in high school, I was so busy with athletics and schoolwork that I actually kind of just stopped listening to music on my own just in general, and I would spend more time just doing X, Y, and Z, maybe watching TV on my downtime or just, like, just going outside and stuff. And once I started to listen to more music and kind of explore different musics in college, I found such a great stress relief Mm -hmm. in it because I had, like, all these emotions inside me that were kind of, like, bundled up, and it, it might sound cheesy, but, like, I felt like I could definitely express them through the music or just, like, listening to the music on my own, and it, it was very soothing for me. Mm-hmm. So I really do love that tip, Brooke. Creative outlet. Yeah, um, really awesome. That is nine tips, so we actually only need one more. Wow. I mean, I can go. It's, a, it's another generic <laughs> one, but, Evan, did you have anything? No, I, I didn't. I thought uh, I gave my three. Um, so uh, it's all you, Jake. Okay, well, this one is also another personal one because I love it so much. But <laughs> make time for breakfast is actually very heart healthy. And it's partly because uh, when we have breakfast, we're putting nutrition into our body all the nutrients that we kind of need first thing in the morning. Again, not to say that everyone's different and what works for you might not work for others, but in general, they've found that when people have time to eat breakfast or not necessarily have time, but have a more nutritious breakfast that they actually see more correlation with heart health, either if it's having a more higher fat diet or a more low fat diet, whatever nutritional uh, needs you have, that's completely fine. But just making time to have nutrients in the morning 
can really be beneficial. Someone like me in particular, I definitely uh, like a higher fatty breakfast. It helps set me up for the day. It mm-hmm. helps hold off my hunger cues, which anytime I'm hungry, Brooke can attest, I get very stressed out and angry. <laughs> so Cranky, I'd say. Yeah, a little hangry for sure. So having that breakfast first thing in the morning Definitely helps hold me off. I I can talk from personal experience and gives me the energy I need to complete all the tasks that I have throughout the day. Also, uh, we have to have 11 because there's one that didn't get said that is 100% like number one or two. Why don't you say the one? Sleep. Yes. Sleep is number one. <laughs> we were all trying to stay away from... And no one from, said sleep. We were trying to stay away from, like, the two generic ones. Like I was trying yeah. to go wild with mine because I thought you guys would take, like, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. But mm. then no one said sleep, and I'm like, that probably... That was the first one on my list. I just skipped it. Oh, so you skipped it. <laughs> yeah, because I thought you guys would say it. And I had some wild ones, so... <laughs> That's <laughs> something about Canadian rhythm, so I thought we already pretty much covered yeah. part of that. Yeah. But you're right, sleep was a big one that we did not mention, but there was definitely one that I was thinking about. Yeah. So, so okay. So top eleven tips because sleep is sleep is king. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes and if you haven't watched our sleep webinar series, you should definitely do that. Yeah, six because parts. You'll find out why. Exactly. Yeah. Couldn't even cover it in one or two or five. It's six. Yeah. <laughs> That's how big it is. Yeah. Yeah. And just another personal note, I always believe if if you're not getting the right sleep, and I say right in quotations, if you're not getting the right sleep, it can definitely affect every aspect of your life. Yeah, without every a doubt. other thing that we just talked about. Yeah. Even brushing yeah. your teeth. Because if you didn't sleep and you're running on fumes you might be in a hurry in the morning you might forget to brush your teeth yeah i don't like (laughs) i I don't like to say it's the chain of events one thing's more important than others but with this i mean kind of is yeah without a doubt so after that last one jake i think we should uh go around and and say what our favorite breakfast foods are Mm, that's that's a great question and for me i have so many that i love and I need Brooke to go first because I got to think of my favorite. Everyone already knows mine. <laughs> is it oatmeal? Yeah, so I'm going to go with a different one. Oats is oats is my go-to. Um, but one breakfast food that I love that is a little more unique that I don't get as often is a good egg sandwich, egg and, egg and cheese sandwich. Wow. So good. Wow, this is the episode of stealing... <laughs> Still you didn't want to go first. You, you know, didn't want to go I, first. I, I, I take it back. I want to go first. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, Brooke, I'm on the same wavelength oh, with you. I definitely don't so love good. oats as much as you do. Yeah, I have a problem. And I, I can admit that, honestly. But I will say uh, when we're thinking about, like, favorite breakfasts, I think eggs always make it into the picture for me it's always something that i had from like a very young age that i crave you can have it multiple different ways and i was also going to say like another second place contender that's again a little bit higher in the carbs for some people might not be as healthy i still think it's healthy is bagels so Mm. and again like you can mix the eggs in with that you can do the bagel completely on its own Mm -hmm. but i can't think of the last time i haven't had a bagel in a single week you know oh wow okay yeah yeah Yeah. 
it, it's it's true. Uh, my favorite is bagels. To be honest, that that is what I was I was going for. And talk about versatile foods. You can put mm-hmm. make it into an egg sandwich. Mm-hmm. You could have it by itself. You could put cream cheese on it. You could put butter on it. You could put jam on it. Amazing. Toasted, you have so many, plain, doesn't matter. Toasted, plain, whatever you want. And and that uh that goes back to the whole potato thing. I'm up for versatile foods. Yep. Also, best cheap breakfast, breakfast pizza. I love breakfast pizza. Eggs, maybe a little crisp of, of like bacon on there. I don't know what it is, but I love breakfast pizza. You know what? I I can honestly say I don't think I've ever had breakfast <gasps> pizza. You're missing out. It's so good. Evan, do you agree you like it? I've had breakfast pizza before. I've I've um I've made it on bagels before too, so mm-hmm. that also makes the bagels even better. Have you ever had like pizza bagels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. All right. Well, uh listeners, let us know your favorite heart healthy tips. Let us know which ones you take on this month. Pass them along to your friends and your family. We'll all keep each other heart healthy. I like that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.